0: Welcome to My Moon Time. In this recording, we do have some adult language. You may choose to want to listen with your headphones on. If so, now's the time. All right. Hello. Welcome, welcome. I'm Dana Gillespie, creator of My Moon Time, My Moon Time app. I have Eliza Kane with us here today, and we're going to have a beautiful little conversation about... Breathwork and what Eliza offers. So, hello, welcome, Eliza. How are you?
1: Hi, Dana. I'm good. So good to be here with you. Yay. Uh, would you like to tell
0: everyone a little bit about yourself and the breathwork that you amazingly teach and offer for a very long time now? <laughs>
1: I know. Wow. We're um, it's going on, I think just over a decade now. So um, I've been practicing this work, um, which I got introduced to out in LA when I was 25 years old, a while ago. Um, and it, um, it got introduced to me at a, a very pivotal point in my life. And it became just very, it just, it became a very integral part of of my whole healing journey. Um, And this practice um, I just keep diving into. Um, I was teaching a class out in Venice, California, which is where you and I met and got introduced. And after that I was in Aspen, Colorado. And recently I moved back East um, to the New York area. And now I'm bringing my work online. So that's been really exciting to just start sharing with a, a whole new audience in the online space.
0: Yay! I'm so excited and glad to be here with you today. Um, I wanted to do for everyone listening this session, this conversation with Eliza. So in particular, in January tends to be um, a month for a lot of individuals where it can feel a little bit um, stressed. Um, rushed, exhausted, um, but also exciting because that newness of a, you know, new calendar year and this breath work that I've been doing, as Eliza said, for a very long time um, is a favorite of mine. And it's the single most powerful tool I've ever experienced to kind of reset myself um, immediately and quickly. So, it's like, I like to say or tell people about this breathwork, it's like getting high naturally or another way to look at it is if you've ever gone on vacation, you come home from vacation, it's like, I need a vacation for my vacation, a little, you know, 20, 30 minute breathwork session that um, Eliza leads and or guides through will can reset you into this space where you're like, oh my God, I feel fantastic. Like I feel clean and energized and refreshed and amazing. So this was kind of a fun conversation we wanted to have for everyone listening to help you start your new year off feeling refreshed and energized because the end of the year can have a lot of energy on it or with it. And re- responsibilities, expectation, family stuff and the new year brings with it um, a lot of different mental pieces and then depending on where you're living in the world, it could be you know super you know snowing and cold or overcast. So I love this work. This work is very powerful. I have a lot of different tools I work with for myself, but this is that single one tool experience that I have experienced use an experience for myself that I'm like, oh my God, this is so quick and powerful. And Eliza and I were just having a conversation today about, um, why aren't we doing this more often? Like we've been practicing this for so long. And it's like, when we actually lay down the mat and do this for like 30 minutes, I mean, I just did it before I got on this, um, this phone call and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more centered. I let go of, Yesterday's energy and today's all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can actually have clear thoughts and breathe deeply and feel amazing. <laughs> so thank you for being here and for um, everyone listening. I hope you guys get some benefit or insight about this. Um, Eliza, will you uh, share a little bit kind of for people that are listening to this and are new to this style of breath work? Will you kind of describe what this breathwork is called and if someone showed up to like let's say you got to do an in-class um session with a lot of people what would that look like what is that what's that all about
1: um so I love how you introduce the breathwork just as it's such a fun way to relax. And it's a very soothing practice. That's also very, very clearing. Um, and so what's unique about this is that it's done all through an open mouth. So you get to lay down and you do a two-part inhale, one part exhale. The first inhale goes into the lower abdomen. And then the second inhale goes into the upper chest. And then you just get to breathe it out nice and easy, nice and gentle exhale. And you find a nice steady rhythm. So you're laying down. Down, you're listening to music, and you're just following this fluid breathing pattern, you're pulling in a little bit of extra oxygen, but it's very gentle. It's just like you, you've said, it's a very soothing practice. It's not aggressive. So as you're breathing, you're starting to slowly relax your nervous system and slowly relax your mind. And that's where you really experience that sense of like relief of, Oh my God, this feels so good. I get to just take a break. I get to clear away anything that's not mine, anything I might've picked up. I get to just slow down and be here and now, and that's extremely nourishing for people. We're in such a go, go society that it's actually amazing how something as simple as just pausing and breathing like that can be so (laughs) shifting. Like, you know, and the plus is, is that you are pulling an extra oxygen. So you get that, you get that that high almost of, oh my God, this feels so good. Why am I not doing this more?
0: So fantastic. Um, The, cause so there's so much, I love that meditation and wellness is kind of one of the, I would say at least in the United States biggest opening markets or you know everyone's just really into it and opening to it but there's so many styles of breath work out there it's very confusing even myself when friends are like oh I have this you know you got to do this style of breath work and I'm like okay I've been trained in many many forms of breath work um what do, which breath work are you speaking to so will you talk a little bit about the particular what you call this breath work and um things like that to kind of show people the difference between what, you're, what you do and other stuff out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, because you're right. Um, it's exciting in one way because breathwork is becoming so mainstream, yet it also can be confusing because there's so many different techniques and they all serve different purposes. So I always do invite people, play, explore, feel what find what feels good to you. Because at the end of the day, it's really like, what resonates with you is the most important. Um, but what I really love about this style, and it's, it's pranayama yoga is what is what it's called, which is working with your breath. And there really is no um, unique name around it. Like some things are called holotropic breathing or rebirthing. This is just breath work. And it was taught to me by David Elliott, who who you have also worked with. Um, and he shared this practice. And what is unique about it, that not just the open mouth technique, but the element of gentleness. So the intention of this practice is to ease the breath into your body, to find fluidity in your rhythm, where certain breathwork techniques are a little bit more forceful. I don't wanna say some are forceful, Um, some are much more um, fiery um, and it's a lot of like discipline and focus, which can be really wonderful. Um, I find though in society right now, one of our biggest challenges is learning to like let go, to soften, to trust to not have to control so much in our mind, but to actually find that fluidity and guidance in the body. And that's what this breath work really does. It pulls you out of the mind and down into your senses. So you start to feel more and engage more with the feeling body um, and also really engage with the heart. The second inhale that you take it's, it's centered right into the heart space. And that's really where so much of the magic happens. Cause when that heart opens, when you're in that space, your perspective of life, your experience of life is very different and it's really beautiful and enjoyable. And um, it's just, yeah, just a very different experience of life when you're open like that. And that's what this practice really encourages is softening and opening
0: So cool. And you just, I mean, I feel amazing afterwards, like every single time I feel fantastic. So I'm like, oh my gosh, more people have to, I really hope they get to experience this. Um, I should probably touch on a little bit that um, for my Moontime listeners, uh, my Moontime being a female menstrual and wellness practice. The nervous system and the menstrual cycle are like connected one in the same. So by doing this breath work and doing it, you know, I would suggest as often as you can, not excessively, but, um, quite often would be very beneficial. This will help reset and rebalance your menstrual cycle. This is that nervous system, sympathetic, parasympathetic, um, balance component to really help you get centered and. You'll hear time and time again, you know, more and more doctors are talking about it, like, you know, you can go and eat the healthiest diet. You can have to take all the supplements in the world. But if you are stressed out to where you can't let go, and it's just all sorts of different, you know, things going on in your mind. And a lot of people, you know, will just, you know, shove off the whole idea of like, oh, just calm down. You know, okay, you're stressed out, just calm down and it'll be fine. But that's not how the mind, the subconscious mind work. <laughs> you can't just tell yourself to calm down. Otherwise, stress wouldn't really be an issue for humans. Um, so this work is for me so powerful and so beautifully beneficial for females in their menstrual cycle. And also, you know, males and menstruating person, it just really helps balance the body and the mind. And you feel amazing afterwards. Like so many, so I have so many stories and experiences myself of my, myself, and my friends, when they finish a session, they're like, I think I told you, Eliza, one friend was like, I literally
1: just felt like I was flying. What the hell? <laughs> no. I know it's always better than any drug. Like, seriously, like you just, just do some breathing and you will, you will get that adventure. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. Um, so, um,
0: I think it might be kind of fun a little bit to touch on, um, how you got into this breath work and how I know you shared with me how it helped, your, um, menstrual cycle and your female body. Do you want to speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Um, I would love to, because it, it was, it was very pivotal in that I used to, um, struggle a lot. Like my menstrual cycles were very, very painful. Um, and it was very much what you talked about. I think there was so much stress, stress and contraction in my whole body that it was just only natural that during my menstrual cycle, it would, it would intensify. (laughs) And so, it really was learning to just relax, um, especially during right before my cycle and during it, giving myself permission to slow down and to, um, just let go, let go of a lot of the worry. I had so much worry, um, that the breath work really helped me just kind of move through and it also really supported me in the relationship with my body A huge reason why um, i had so much pain during my menstrual cycles i was really disconnected from my body so i didn't know how to really engage with my cycle so with the breath work i really learn to understand that my body wasn't my enemy. Cause you know, you think about it, like when you're in pain, you, you, I would get mad at my body instead of just being like, no, there's, there's something here. My body's trying to communicate. And so the breathwork really opened me up to that relationship with the body of understanding this is this incredible vessel we're operating. And as we get to know it and understand it, we can actually really support it in in feeling good. And then um, we just have so much more of an enjoyable experience of life because when we feel good in our bodies, in our own skin, it's so much easier to um, really feel good in day-to-day, in our day-to-day life. And so that was a big part. The breathwork really brought me back in, um, and taught me a lot about my body and the messages it wanted to share with me.
0: Mm, I love that.
1: Yeah. I love
0: that. Oh man. Such good, such good pieces. I hope, um, more and more people give themselves the opportunity to do this type of it's this breath work. It's so, it's so simple and easy. And I know you and I laugh at ourselves often about like, how am I not? doing this more often but um I know when we show up and actually get on the mat it's like oh all right all is right with the world again in in my own mind not that you know there's not things going on in the world but I feel so centered and balanced and you know like I'm I'm high naturally it's just that amazing amazing feeling um yeah yeah so with your practice right now, I know you teach online. Um, you have group sessions and you have one-on-one sessions. Um, with all of that you're, you're doing, is there anything in particular right now that's like sparking in particular joy for you? What, what is really um, illuminating your life right now with this work? Is there anything in partic- particular? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so... Um... Just So with the breath work, um, it not only, you know, it helps me in so many different areas of your life. There's so many layers to the practice Um, and a beautiful experience I've always had with the breath work is it opened me to my creativity. I didn't realize I had this whole creative side to myself. Um, I had been so logical and linear and it was, taking the time to get out of my head and to really take a break from a very active mind that then allowed um, all this creativity to come in. And um, I started writing and poetry and song, and it was this really fun um, experience of just learning about myself in a whole new way and be like, Oh my gosh, like I can do this. And, and really, um, it really brought me back to life and excited me in a lot of ways. And so recently, um, I got back into some creative writing that I have been doing and I've been working on for years and I keep kind of pushing it to the back burner. Um, but it's, um, I've been making time for it again. And so it, it really does spark, um, a lot and I'm really excited to, just to see where this project will, will take me because it definitely opens me to like a lot of excitement and possibility. You know, you work with creative energy. It's, it's a really fun energy, um, to play with and just have a little more fun in life, you know, and
0: yes. take yes, off yeah.
1: intensity and, and play and imagine, you know, that imagination. So do you lay down and do like a
0: breathwork session and then you go, when you come out of it, you go and like, you know, work on your, your, your projects. Is that what you're doing?
1: Um, It depends. So sometimes, yes. Like if I'm feeling um, like, I'm not really sure I'm feeling unclear, you know, then I'll lay down because, you know, as you've talked about, the breathwork brings a lot of clarity. It really helps recenter us. Um, And so sometimes that will then take me into a space where the insight will come in and, and it will inspire me. But other times, like if I started writing in the morning, um, what will happen is I'll get like, a, I'll, start to get like very activated, like a lot of energy moving. Have you, have you ever seen limitless the movie limitless with Bradley Cooper? It's like, I know it. I don't know if I watched it or not. That's funny. Okay. So anyways, like he, like, it's about taking like a pill and like you receive like a hundred percent brain capacity, but anyways, he talks about how, when, um, he gets going and he gets like in his zone, if he doesn't like pause and slow down, he actually blacks out because it's like, he couldn't keep up with the momentum he created. So, um, what I, that, that exact thing doesn't happen to me, but with creativity, I'll start to pick up a lot of momentum. And I know some people will do this, they're working on an idea or their business. And if I don't take a little like siesta almost or pause, then I can like go, I can push myself a little bit too far. So I actually use the breathwork to also regulate my, like my energy. So if I'm starting to spin or just move too quickly, I'll lie down, it will start to, and I'll, and I'll use the breathwork to regulate out. So I'll do it kind of midday um, in between the creative writing.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. It's funny when you just spoke, I could watch your cadence of how you were talking about like the fast and the creativity. And then once you started talking about breath work you're like, and then I got slow and your, your communication slowed down too. That was so amazing. I'm like, oh, that's rad.
1: (laughs) Yes. And you know me, that's, that's something I have to work with is. And so the breath work really supports me in that process. Um, for sure. (laughs) When you lead, um,
0: group classes, Um, you're very, you tend to be very beautifully slow and loud and nurturing. So it's really cool to watch you speak and kind of see how your mind works when you're, you know, in your creativity and writing. Cause like, yeah, your mind is like lightning fast. That's fantastic.
1: (laughs) It's a blessing and a curse. You know, it's one of those things that if I don't regulate it, it's, it's, um, it's very, it's a little overbearing, you know, but if I channel it, like if I like learn to direct it in the right way, it's wonderful. And it's also what allows me to hold space for bigger groups because I've, I learned to, to feel a lot and hold a lot um and so and that's what you when you have a big group like you've been in those groups where it's there it's it's very palpable like people are moving they're activating it's a very exciting like enlivening experience and to hold it i have i have to be like really focused and and i have to practice like i have to kind of train myself to hold that that's so cool that's so yeah cool. it's fun um, for
0: those of you listening, Eliza led a phenomenal um, breathwork group session. It was on, I think, Wednesdays in Venice, right? Yeah, good memory. Wednesdays evening at Venice at The Quest. And then you mm-hmm. also did one, I think, on Monday mornings at like 10 a.m. for
1: writers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we would do the breathwork first. And then I would just have them write Um, And then they would have the option to share afterwards if they wanted to. Um, So, yeah. And I know um, because 10 a.m. in Venice and I was
0: coming from Hollywood, was way too far and hard for me to get to. But I would, you know, the Wednesday one, it was packed. And like we showed up for, you know, religiously to your um, sessions. They were phenomenal. That group dynamic in this breathwork is
1: just, I can't wait to do it again. Let's just say. And that was such a special group of people that came together at that time. Cause this was way before, this was back in 2013, where a lot of people still were like, what's breathwork?" And so the group that showed up, I think was a lot of people that were just ready. Like they were, you know, they're, they're leaders. They're people that are like ready to step forward and innovate. And so it was a very unique group, um, <laughs> as well that, that came together. It was very, very wonderful.
0: Yeah, well, that's LA and Venice too for you, right?
1: (laughs) So true. It was such an amazing experience.
0: Um, Another component of this work aside, you know, with menstrual cycles and health and wellness and just, I mean, any practice that's going to help me feel centered and relaxed and amazing and the deep reset I'm all about. But I think a really cool component that um, is unique to this work that blows my mind is the synchronicity that shows up when I start doing this work. And you have spoken to me about this before, because I will like, for example, I did um, when I was in David Elliott's healer group, healer training series with you years ago. And I had that weekend and I think during the day, we would all show up together as a group and he would, you know, do the stuff we'd have our practices. And then the evenings I would go to work to my, you know, LA uh, members club. And that weekend had the most insane, amazing, synchronistic, amazing, cool, miraculously, miraculously, whatever, experiences. <laughs> I can't. Um, okay, that it were so cool. And just like, just random, amazing things. And people I was interacting with just kind of came together and I I know I shared this with you before and you're like, yeah, that's really what the breath work does and lands in. Um, so if you want to speak more to that, because I think that's such a unique piece to this work in particular that I love.
1: Yeah, it is. And it, um, it's fun because it, it causes you almost one to lean into life more, not almost like you want to lean more into life because you open to something bigger than you. And it's not even definable. None of us I think really even know, but there is something about this practice that when you start engaging with it, um, life does start showing up differently. These synchronicities start coming in and I don't know if it's just that you're, you're tapping in more, you know, like you're, you're connecting to a deeper layer of life that is then, Making or you're just more aware, maybe it's because you're more clear. So you're more aware of what's happening all around you. Um, but whatever it is, I, I agree. There's something um about this that is really special. And, and, you know, you, we say magical, but I think that that's just more, you're coming back to yourself. Like you're anchoring into who you are. And I think from that authentic place, you're attracting what is going to resonate a lot more with you versus what's not, if if that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just know every time I do this work, it always just kind of opens up and things become more synchronistic, magical, you know, magical is a funny term. Like I love the term, but it's also very kind of airy fairy, but like just things, it's like, you know, you have, I have like an idea of where I want to go and then, but things will happen in different directions, but really quickly and amazingly, like more than I thought could happen. And I'm like, this is, how is this even happening right now? Like, okay, I don't know how, but thank you. This is
1: amazing. (laughs) I think Part of it is you're also letting go of control. Like this practice is so much about letting go of control and we're so we're so programmed to think everything happens like in the mind, but the mind only knows what it knows. And so this practice kind of reminds us, Hey, there's so much more going on here than we realize. And if you can just relax and trust life a little bit more, life's going to like show up and surprise you in a really good way. And, you, but we have to get out of our own way. And so, so in so many ways, this practice is just really about getting out of your own way So like, get out of your way let your life work out. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be easy. It doesn't have to be so hard. We can let go of yeah. that. Story. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be so like intense and I've got to do this, this, and this It's just like, maybe if I show up, life's going to bring me this and this and this, and I'm going to get to the same place. It's just going to be a hell of a lot more enjoyable of a ride. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so true. Well, I, you know, continue to go back to, you know, someone uh, years ago spoke um, to that reminded that, you know, the female, the biological female body is hardwired, biologically hardwired to hold energy for like nine to 10 months. So, you know, one of the single best things that, you know, a menstruating person, a female can do is learn to let go because the body is so ready to like, you know, okay, I'm, you know, here to, you know, make, make a baby, make a creation, you know, and so a really good holding energy. So learning how to let go is one of the single best things we can do, which I love that whole idea. Like, yeah, that actually makes so much sense. And I'll say to this work that, you know, this breath work that you um, lead and guide people in groups with is um, for me, and you spoke to, the feeling aspect, but like when we were, you and I were working once and um, I, I did have an, I would call it a, a gigglegasm, uncontrollable giggling just came over me. I couldn't stop, but it really felt like the, like the, an area outside, I could feel it on my skin, but a big thick area outside my body just completely cleared and was like full of like warm tingling ease and it was so visceral feeling for me i'm like and that's like the same when that happened that session that you held space for me with it was that same weekend where like so many amazing synchronistic things happened that were so fantastic and i'm like so it was not so much just that life became magical for me or amazing but it was also that i felt so good like viscerally felt amazing like this is this is fantastic um So that's a big piece of this work that I love that I'm like, okay, yeah, you feel good afterwards, but no, you really feel good afterwards.
1: you do. And you bring in such a key point where you talked about the visceral experience of it. So we're in a time of information bombardment where we hear about all these things that are wonderful and amazing. Yeah. What's so beautiful about the breath work is it gives you the experience. And so obviously you have to practice it, like you have to do it, but it creates like that tangible reality where it's not so ethereal. It's not, oh, that sounds like a great idea out there. It becomes practical to you because you do, you start to notice these shifts and changes in your body. And then they are reflected. Like your life really does start to change. And sometimes you sit back and you're like, I mean, I I guess I'm being different, but it's so subtle sometimes that you don't even... You don't even really realize it until you really realize it. You're like, oh my gosh, like this is very different than the way it used to be.
0: Uh, It's so, so good. So good. Um, I think it might be kind of fun to share a little bit more about um, your teacher, David Elliott, who I know and kind of how he got (laughs) into this work just to kind of give a little bit of back backstory on this particular um, style of breathwork. And I can also say, because I have been kind of searching for this work my entire life. Like I was a long distance runner in high school and I continued to run in college, but for me, it was always getting into the breathwork. And I did holotropic breathwork, which was way, it was like a three hour. I I don't, I don't like that (laughs) breathwork. It was three hours, um, and was way too intense um this is you know generally 20 30 45 minutes and like you guys all play rad music so it's very evocative um but I think kind of giving a little background of David and how he got into it might be kind of cool so people kind of like who came up with this work where did it come from like well is there rules to it and all that good jazz
1: um yeah no David is a wonderful human being he really is um and he's unique and and special in so many ways that Um, you do, when you work with him, you feel very fortunate to have worked with him. Um, and whereas the way he was introduced to the practice was very unique. And I will share that in a second. What I do really appreciate about him is he keeps it really simple. And that's, what's so great about this practice is it's simple. It doesn't have to be complex. There doesn't have, you can engage these different tools, but at the end of the day, all you have to do is show up and breathe and you're in as little as actually seven minutes, your nervous system will start to respond. Like you'll literally feel your nervous system starting to relax and open. So, um, it's really wonderful about that, but David, um, so he is a Kentucky boy, Southern boy, and he got, um, he was going through a really challenging period in his life where he has, um, A unique gift called clear audience. Um, And clear audience is when you can hear other people's thoughts or you you get this um, guidance um, through a voice that you can hear. And he was having a lot of trouble in relationships because he always kind of assumed you could hear the person's question before they asked it. Um, And he didn't realize what was happening, but it was causing a lot of challenge in his life. And he was asking for answers and he got introduced to this mystic Um, Tim Heath. And uh, they, I think they were in Sedona. I I forget exactly where, but um, the mystic introduced David to them, the breath work. And David had a very powerful experience and it was very prolific. And he was, um, Tim also was had a lot of answers for David. And he said to him, you know, David, um, I, you, I'm actually just introducing you to this work, reminding you of this work. You introduced this to me in many lifetimes ago. I know David was like, What like I like? What are you talking about? Like this just sounds super out there, way too crazy for him. But Tim also had a lot of answers for him, and they ended up creating a really incredible relationship. And you know, David learned a lot about it, and then moved on um, to include to create actually the healer trainings. So the breathwork is just one component of the work, and then David's created the healer trainings, which you've gone through um, and dive a little bit more in depth into intuition and exchange and lots of other things that the breathwork brings forward.
0: I love it. I love it. And I I love hearing these, those stories because they're so cool. And I, it's such a great piece or pieces to speak to because like you said, David is such that great person where it's just kind of like, it's all good. It's all, it's very simple. It's not regimented. It's not controlled. It's like, it's all good. We're here to learn and play and explore. And I just, I love that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And he, he brings in the the component of the earth, which is I think part of why he's so grounded and clear because he shared, he believes a lot of, of so many of the challenges that people are going through right now. A, a huge part of it is, is the disconnect we're experiencing from the earth. And so through the breath, when we connect more deeply into our hearts and more deeply into our body, we naturally engage more deeply with the earth and, um, it's just a beautiful thing. It 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 fills a lot of people up. They feel very nourished from developing that relationship more fully. I love
0: that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, if people wanted to come and take your classes or work with you, um, what does that look like right now? And what do you suggest? what's a good way to start doing this? If somebody wants to experience, you know, I want to get high naturally, like, hello. Yes. I want to feel reset from all the chaos of my life. I'm in, how would I go out and, you know, work with you? What's, what's that like right now?
1: Yeah. Well, right now we are, we are currently online. Um, everything is kind of online in the moment. Um, so going to my website, elizarosekane.com, um, you'll find information though. There's actually some free meditations there. Um, there's a, a weekly class that I offer. Um, and, um, I also do private sessions, which are great. If you want a little bit more guidance in getting introduced to the work, or if you you have something in particular, you want help addressing, um, the private sessions are great for that. Um, but then, you know, come the spring, a lot more is going to be opening up. I'm actually going to be teaching um, an intensive, the healer training one in Aspen in June, and that's going to be in person, which is really fun. And they'll do some stuff in New York city um, in the spring as well, hopefully on, on some rooftops. So best bet is to get on my newsletter and I keep people updated with all the fun events that will ho- hopefully be happening in person sooner than later. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that. Oh, it's all good. I've taken classes with you in person. I've had a privates with you. Oh my God, that private I did with you that one time. Another, as soon as I, I think I was leaving and more magical, synchronistic things happen. <laughs> I'm just like, the more I talk about it and I remember and I'm like, I need to be doing this work every day. Like, I don't know why I'm not. It's just, <laughs> it's I get it. in condition, it's just like, should tie like a little ribbon around my finger like Dina. Almost <laughs> <That laughs> like we're like but no, then it's too easy and it's like why? Like why is that a problem? There's that famous saying um some yogi spoke about it like the, the most challenging component of yoga is getting yourself to the mat and that's exactly what is going on for me with this work like
1: yeah yeah
0: uh, and I've been practicing yoga since I was in the elementary school so it's like yoga's not the issue it's mm-hmm. the work. Yeah, my uh growing up one of my childhood best friends um Katrina her mom Beth was kind of like a, a hippie. And so she had yoga books and stuff. So we would, you know, as little kids, you pull out the yoga books and you're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And yeah, so just been playing in that world. I, old school, old soul. You know. I love
1: it. That's amazing. I, that's such a good. Cause you get, it just gets so instilled. So naturally, like you said, like yoga, no big deal. Cause you've been doing it since you were a kid. That that's really good stuff. It's yeah. for me, it's more of like, you know, someone once to yoga to me
0: and I loved it as like an internal tourniquet system to clean out the organs, but it's also for me, like stretching and helps me kind of flow in my body. So it's just a practice. I do like someone would go get a massage, which I also do, but it's helps me just actually be in my body and have a body. Um, and if I'm not doing it regularly, my body's like, you know, Tin Man, totally stiff.
1: <laughs> which is not
0: fun. No, not fun, not oh. fun at all. But um, yeah, so privates with you are amazing. But the breath work online in groups, I highly recommend and love and really, really fun on your newsletter. I've been watching, uh, has been going out for a while. You also have been adding in a component of, um, herbs. Like you'll I talk about an herb every month. And I love reading that. Cause you'll, you'll bring insights to like a healing herb that you'll do a, a group breath work with. It's so beautiful. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Um,
1: I teamed up with Elliot to do that. Actually. Um, David's niece, she's a good friend of mine and we do botanical breath work. And it it is very much about deepening the relationship with our bodies and the earth. And Elliot's an herbalist. So she's out in Durango and she picks um, the plant that we're going to be working with. And it's so, I agree with you. It's so fun because there's all this energy behind the plant and the ways that it supports us medicinally, but also energetically. And it's just, it's really cool to really acknowledge how aligned we are with nature And like, when we start and just how we can really follow nature, like nature is always guiding us. And so it is really fun. And and that's all us to think what moon time is so much about too. Like when you get in your own cycle, it is about like, what are the cycles with the earth? What is, what is the moon cycle and how does it really affect us? And um, how can we engage with it in a really fun way? Because it's fascinating, actually. It's like, oh my gosh, like, this is so brilliant, like we only understand it a little, but what we can understand is, is really um, just really cool stuff.
0: I love that. Yeah. Learning how to flow and balance. That's exactly what I was, you know, my goal, my aim has been with my moon time is like helping each, you know, female menstruating person be like, okay, this is where you're most likely at today on your menstrual cycle. And here's you know, where the moon's at. And then, you know, wherever you are on planet earth, like go outside and see what else is, uh, you know. How would you say interacting with you, and how do you interact with it? And yeah, I love I love that component with um, the herbs. Did you get a chance yet to um, listen to the new Michael Pollan book on um, caffeine? Caffeinated oh. caffeine. Oh my God, it's so good. You have to grab it. On um, I think it's exclusively through um, Amazon. Maybe I don't know if it's okay. only an audio book. So profound, so amazing because he talks about the history of these plants of caffeine from coffee and from tea okay. and how it really shaped humans because before caffeine we you know for most societies not all societies but most societies were pretty much just drunks <laughs> because water wasn't <laughs> safe
1: to drink always right oh that's so true i yeah. forgot they're always drinking mead right like some like some, mead some or um the original form of beer
0: is called what is it called cuz um beer was a, a monk thing but it really came from women going like collecting herbs and making um a type of beer um this amazing um herbalist in LA who um made wave maiden it's like an herbal beer cuz hops actually was what you would drink before you would go into surgery it would numb your body so hops and beer i mean if you want to be numb for surgery great but like medicinally it's better. And there's a name for it, um, for the original name of uh, beer and people make it now. And it's great because that way you're not, if you do, you know, hops type of beer, you tend to be kind of frozen comatose, but if you just have, um, you know, a fermented style of wild harvested herbs into, you know, like they do brew beer, it's so good. And I think that wave maiden, um, herbalist, she is also formulating for, a kombucha company now too. There's such great stuff out there, but um, with this story of um, caffeine, it's so profound because it talks about how these plants, how coffee beans, and you know, if I say it correctly, camellia sencia uh, tea. Um, there's actually one other plant in North America I know of that has caffeine in it. I think it's I forgot which one it is, but ever and essentially caffeine, how it really shaped us as humans. And it's again, Michael uh, Pollan, who's so brilliant about like, we think as humans, it's us, you know, creating destiny. But actually when we take a step back and remove (laughs) ourselves, it's like, maybe it's really nature you know and their evolution dictating us and we just kind of because he talks about you know the addiction in our mind to caffeine because it is one of the most powerful drugs it's such a good book I highly recommend it I think you'll love it it's so fun
1: and I love how you you always have like so much information like random like random things that I'm like I would have never known that I feel like you're like almost an encyclopedia in some way so there are pieces in me.
0: Well, then, <laughs> yeah. like that. That's so funny.
1: <laughs> I love it. I, always, I literally always learn something new when I'm talking to you and it's so great because I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I'm totally into that. Um, I'll check that out because, um, I love, I-, I love caffeine, love it. And that is very interesting because you're right. It's such a different focus than alcohol, you know, because it's like, let's get shit done. Um, and alcohol is more like, I don't want to think it like, let's just like, let it, let it all go. Who cares? <laughs> well, he points out in that book, how caffeine
0: really helped birth the industrial revolution and capitalism. Oh. Yeah, because, and so in coffee breaks, how, you know, people that had factories were like noticed that they couldn't get their employees to be focused until caffeine was introduced. It's so fascinating. But when we take a step back and, you know, remove ourselves from human consciousness and look at plant evolution and plant, you know, say consciousness um, that really they, a lot of these caffeinated plants have made it so they will thrive on planet earth, you know, and out kind of because you look at coffee beans they're grown everywhere possible that you can I mean there's a that singer actually um I forgot his name but he's down in San Diego and Oceanside and he has a you know huge organic farm and he grows uh beautiful coffee beans in San Diego yes yeah avocados and coffee beans and all sorts of regenerative um stuff but coffee beans are prolific I'm more of a green tea drinker um coffee is too much for my body um In that book, Michael Pollan also goes on to, and it's important for, you know, all humans to be aware, but especially for uh, menstruating bodies, because it's such a, it's almost like having a a female or menstruating body is like driving a Porsche. It's a very powerful tool, but you have to be very precise and know what you're doing. Um, With caffeine, it will be in your bloodstream for 12 hours. And so these people, lots of scientists have been doing so many deep studies on sleep and um what Michael Pollan did he said when he was writing the book was he didn't want to but he did a three-month caffeine fast where he didn't do caffeine at all and he kind of documented that experience and how unfocused he was and it really was hard to get focused but his sleep he had the deepest sleep like he hadn't had since he was a teenager and that's what these deep sleep scientists are you know seeing and that they're speaking to when they're talking about and many other doctors are like one of the most powerful things we can do for our health and longevity is to have deep restful sleep and so these sleep doctors are actually saying that i don't love about because i love my green tea um they don't drink caffeine at all they're like no caffeine um whatsoever so you'll have to listen to auto audio audible yeah. book um, to kind of have your takeaway, but like, I definitely do my cup of jasmine tea every morning because it's my favorite. And, um, it's so fascinating though, because so many doctors with the menstrual cycle talk about not having caffeine to help reset the nervous system and help the bot menstrual cycle balance and stuff, but got to find our balance, you know, because who knows, like, even if we might not have a long life and maybe some, we have a short life and it's just kind of finding our own balance and weighing the pros and cons and yep. I love the green tea.
1: <laughs> no, and I, I hear you. Like, I think it's, it's picking like what I always say. Like it's the 80, 20, you know, like I used to study dietetics in college and have, I have a whole nutrition background and I'm like with eating, it was always it's not about being perfect. If you're good, like 80% of the time you're crushing it. And 20% of the time, who cares? Like, like, it, so it's the same with like, pick, like pick the things, like some things you want to be like, really like diligent about, but there's, there's always going to be something. And so for me, I'm like, cause I know I'm like, I'm not giving up coffee. I was like, if it's meant to happen, it will happen, but I'm just going to let that be my, my vice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm fascinated by the book. That's going to be really interesting. Cause I I love the correlation of how it's shaped, you know, our society and and what that looks like.
0: Yeah, and that connection with nature—it's just kind of like, oh, are we really who, who's who's steering the ship here? We thought we were, but hmm, no. maybe not. I know.
1: <laughs> and I think that's one of the—I love it because that's one of the biggest things the breath work does. It, it it almost humbles you too, where you're like, wow, like there's a lot more going on here than I realized. So maybe I should be more curious than you know I know the answer because you do you realize how much you don't know (laughs) what's that saying like when you
0: when you think you know it all you know nothing something along like there's a famous phrase like that it's like the moment you think you know it all you absolutely know nothing
1: yeah I know I know it's and then like I think someone else does the opposite like the more I know the more I I realize how little I do know um because it's so yeah but that's what makes life exciting. And I think that's um, a really fun place to be. Um, it's just fun. It's, it's interesting. Yeah,
0: amazing. Oh, it was so great getting to connect with you today and be on here and share you and your knowledge and your breath work and your experiences with everyone. And I hope people um, get a chance to connect with you and get the opportunity to take classes with you. And, I will say for people that are new to this whole idea, um, me being a student of you, Eliza, um, when you go to take a class either online or in person, I can share from experience, you're gonna lay down on a yoga mat. Um, If you're not in person, um, you're online, you'll probably be covered in a blanket. I usually bring like a little eye pillow because I have my, I'm usually in my studio and I'm sleeping eye pillows nearby. Um, And I will incorporate, and you'll probably talk about Eliza too, you know, I'll usually do some essential oils. And then Eliza has beautiful um, music going to really kind of evoke the thoughts and the feelings. Um, And then one of the cool pieces like. We were just talking about with when you speak to something, like you're speaking with um, herbs right now. To me, in that group environment, it's almost like, you know, I have my experience of the breath work and the mind for that first seven minutes where the mind's like, woo, laundry list, and I got to call this person. And then eventually it quiets down. You're like, kind of just experiencing, and then different awarenesses show up. And then that group experience, um, when you're kind of holding space with, um, let's say an herb to me, it's kind of like Eliza's taken on this journey where she's like painting or pointing out pieces of, uh, on the cosmic sky of, okay, we're going to journey here and here and here. And it just happens naturally, but it's like a focused point with an herb and it's just so magical and amazing what happens. And then the group dynamic itself will shift. It's like, I don't know, one of the coolest, roller coaster rides you're ever going to have. And it's just, when you're in it, you feel amazing when you're done. You're like, okay, I want to do this every day. Like, so please, please go have this experience with her. Cause it'll not only be fun and amazing, but it'll shift your life and it could really much help your menstrual cycle a lot. So,
1: yeah, it really helped me tremendously. And it is so magical. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. thank oh. you.
0: Have an amazing, um, amazing year. And I know personally, I will be seeing you soon, but thank you for being here with us. And yeah, I, I know we'll be doing, we'll be doing something again soon on this video because there's so much, there's so much you have to share and uh, help people have an amazing life no matter what's going on. Experiencing those little pockets of bliss that's always there, even though we're like, I feel like shit. And you're like, okay. Let's go deeper. And you're like, oh my God. I don't feel like shit anymore.
1: <laughs> it is. It's a good, it's good stuff. Um, thank you so much for having me. And I, I hear you, it's such a good time of year to to kind of just anchor in some of that good feeling bliss. It's like start the year off on that gentler, more loving and fun, playful note.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Well, we will be talking with you soon. Have an amazing
0: rest of your day
1: thank you, you too
0: please consult your licensed medical professional for any and all medical advice the information contained here has not been evaluated by the FDA this information is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure or prevent any disease and is provided for educational purposes only Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care providers with any questions you have regarding a medical condition and before undertaking any diet, supplement, exercise, or other health program.